The following episode was recorded unscripted, unedited, and for mature audiences only. Hey, what's up? I'm Adam Adam, and welcome to another episode of Modern Magical Meddling. We're back, my friends. Such a long hiatus there for a little bit. Life just got really fucking crazy for a second. Um, We have a lot to catch up on, honestly. We have a lot to catch up, a a lot to catch up on. Um, I I went to an expo. I went to Megacon. I got a deal with McDonald's that I want to talk about. a lot of stuff has happened, so thank you so much. I know I haven't posted an episode in over a month now, but I'm back. I'm back, and we're going to be doing weekly episodes going forward for, well, as long as I fucking feel like it, I guess, honestly. So if you missed me, thank you for being patient. Thank you so much for the kind, 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 kind words of, of feedback at Megacon, at the Expo, of those of you that have listened to the podcast, that are touched by um, the honesty, I guess. Some people came up to me at Megacon and said that they really enjoy the podcast. So if you're listening, hi, uh, thank you for coming to see me. And, um, yeah, thank you guys again so much for your patience. Um, after episode 10, I just needed a break. Um, and a break turned into a very, very busy time for us over here at, uh, Chateau, Madame Madame. So um, let's let's get started with. Uh, I want to start out with a collective for you guys. Obviously, it's 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 modern magical meddling. We meddle magically, modernly as well. So we're going to talk about tarot, of course. Uh, we're going to catch up uh, mostly with this episode. I don't have any current emails to read to you guys because. They're all from over a month ago. So if you're listening to this episode, hey, hi, hello. Um, And um, if this is your first one, welcome to it. Um, Once again, I'm Adam Adam, and this is uh, Modern Magical Meddling for you guys. So I'm going to be using a fabulous deck called Five Cent Tarot, which is one that I've really fallen in love with. My good Judy Jackie uh, from Totems and Tarot sent this to me. Um, it's called Five Cent. It's f- the number five and the cent symbol. The imagery on this deck is gorgeous. I've used this one a few times on my live. Um, in the weeks ahead, I have quite a few new decks that I got in the mail here um, that I do want to share with you guys over, over the lives coming up. Um, I have Luna Somina Tarot, which is a very beautiful um, noir kind of black art style of the Rider Waite Smith deck, it's kind of just like inverted colors, very uh, black imagery of uh, color, and uh, it looks basically just like a Rider Waite Smith deck with some fun um, embellishments and things. I also have one called, uh, let me grab it, uh, Spirit Spirit Song Tarot by Paulina Fay. This one is really pretty as well. I like the usage of the uh, of the suits in this one. It is acorns for wands and fire, feathers for swords and air. Uh, shells for cups and water, and crystals for coins and earth. And I really, really love the detailed imagery in uh, this deck, very animal-themed, which um, I'm not sure if I've told you guys this or not, but I really like animal-themed tarot decks because it, it, to me, embodies more of the spirit of what a tarot deck should be instead of, like, the the classic Rider-Waite-Smith is very you know, white man. (laughs) So, which is not really super modern um, and not very inclusive. Uh, what else? I also, ooh, ooh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. 
Telesma, I'm God, I'm saying that wrong, by Tara Cochran. She sent this to me. Um, T-E-L-E-Z-M-A. Very interesting and, and beautiful kind of abstract artwork with this one. Um, it, it's, it's really, it's hard to explain. It's really unique looking. Um, Telesma, I'm saying that wrong, probably. T-E-L-E-Z-M-A, Tarot, by Tara Cochran. Cochrane, Cochrane, um, butchering names over here, just casually butchering names. And then from, uh, let's see, David A. Ross, he sent me the Sugar Skull Tarot deck along with his book, uh, Tarot and Tequila, which he signed for me. Thank you very much, my friend. Um, a beautiful Sugar Skull themed deck. Um, I love the representation in it. The cards are very big, and I'm a, I'm a size queen when it comes to tarot, if you guys know from watching the lives. Um, but yeah, Tarot and Tequila is uh, this gorgeous book here. Um, hardcover, really awesome. Um, not only is it a tarot... Madam, Madam, continue bringing all the light in all you do. Thank you. Thank you, David. Very kind. Um, not only does he have all of the, uh, it's the guidebook for the deck, but each major arcana also has a cocktail attached to it, which is really cool. I am 61 days sober, but I very much appreciate this. I think it's really awesome. Um, so, like, as an example, the full, let's go to the Empress. You guys know I love the Empress. Uh, let's see. Hi, priestess. Here we go. The Empress. So they have the uh, the typical meaning of the guidebook and everything. Uh, the mystical pairing. When you want to feel beautiful and loved, go for the Empress and drink it down hard. Why not treat yourself like a goddess? A ritualistic design of sensuality and abundance. This drink should be made with friends and or lovers. Share a carafe with those who deserve love and nurture you. The harvest of fruits. With all of its tastes and smells, as if wine wasn't delicious enough on its own, think of adding nectar, lime, and a hint of basil. When inhibiting a couple of these drinks, imbibing, I can read. When imbibing a couple of these drinks, you can be sure others will taste and feel the power of a strong, bold woman. So the Empress cocktail from this book is half ounce of um, tequila. <laughs> uh, an ounce of mango nectar, half ounce of fresh lime juice, four ounces of sparkling wine, and fresh basil leaf. You fill the shaker with ice and add the tequila, mango nectar, and lime juice. Shake well and pour into a traditional wine glass. Top of the sparkling wine, garnish with a spanked, garnish with a spanked, oh, I know, spanked basil leaf where you, like, smash it to get the, 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 uh, the oils out of it. Simply clap the basil leaf between your two hands to bring out the aromatics. Absolutely. That's the Empress cocktail. So, yeah, Tarot and Tequila by David A. Ross. Um, again, these are decks that we're going to be debuting over my live this week. If you're listening to this on Monday, it'll be this evening. Um, speaking of lives, TikTok has launched a brand new feature that they have asked me and some other creators to go beta with them on, which is um, TikTok Live subscriptions. So... Although I am not verified yet on any platforms, which I'm still working on, recently denied by Instagram, but it's no big deal. Um, uh, think about the one you're subscribed to, I guess. If you subscribe to the live, which is going to be, I believe, $4.99, if I'm not mistaken, you get a subscriber, a subscriber pin or whatever, um, and you get exclusive emojis, and I'm going to be doing subscriber-only lives. I'm going to be doing... Um, perhaps live videos of me recording this podcast for subscribers only and things like that. There's going to be subscriber only chat that I can look at on TikTok. So if you have Twitch or you're a Twitch fan or 
um, you're used to having any kind of streaming subscription service on social media, not like Netflix, but um, streaming on social media, then uh, they're kind of getting into that. And I'm really excited to be able to kind of beta test that. Obviously, it's another method of helping monetize uh, my content. So it's going to help me out, um, pay my bills and stuff like that. But it's also going to allow you guys to feel some kind of level of, of exclusivity with me. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to be doing I, – I think I'm at a benefit, really, with this subscription thing because some other creators don't do – the kind of stuff that I do. And if you're not a gamer, a game streamer or whatever, um, I'll just say like Disney creators, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of people that moved out here to Florida to become a Disney creator. And I, I, I feel like that's really limiting. I love it, don't get me wrong. I love looking at their content and stuff like that. I have a few that I follow that I really love and enjoy, but I kind of feel bad sometimes because they have a very limited um, content range. You can only really, if you labeled yourself as a Disney creator, then or a Disney content creator, then that kind of um, limits you to making that kind of content at the parks. And there's only so much, you know, that you can do, I guess. And and subscribing to a service with that, I guess, would be to subscribe to hang out with somebody, which you know, again, I I might have limited myself as well, you know, and being the, a tarot reader that. Um, I'm only known for tarot and, and self-care and stuff like that, but I, I just think it might be a little different for me that I'm able, I'm going to be able to do different kinds of lives and, um, you know, exclusive lives for my subscribers, maybe a 10 minutes of madness for subscribers only, um, and, uh, subscriber only lives or watching the recording of this podcast and you getting to ask me questions live and me doing live readings with some of the people on the subscription service for TikTok and, and um, and it'll be on my podcast then. So yeah, I think I'm at an interesting advantage with that. And I'm just really excited to give it a try. I've never done anything like that. So I'm really stoked. But um, so yeah, we're going to be checking out these few decks, one, two, three, four new decks that I got recently in the mail um, from some fabulous people that wanted to send them to me and have me try them out. So I haven't even opened, I've opened them to look at them with Dustin. And we really like Spirit Song. It's very pretty. We like all of them, honestly. Luna Samina, these are two that I'm definitely going to be using. Sugar Skull is, um, is, is really big. And, uh, and it's going to be interesting shuffling that one. And Telesma, T-E-L-E-Z-M. A tarot um, is is also really interesting, and some of the imagery is a little abstract, so I'm going to have to work with that one a little bit, but we'll give it a try. We'll try them over the live and, and see what you guys think of them. I like to show you guys stuff that I like. Um, also, shout out to my friend Ashton, who is launching uh, his own um, solo thing here as well. He makes a lot of soaps and um, uh, uh, lotions and, and fragrances and stuff like that. He is from uh, Dark... Uh, uh, my God. What's it called? Uh, Dark Side Apothecary. He makes a lot of uh, Orlando theme park themed scents and things. So he gave me a good goodie bag here. Um, I'm keep going away from the mic, but deal with it. <laughs> Let's see. He sent me uh, this Dark Side Apothecary. If you follow him on uh, TikTok, he sent me Banshee. Oh my God, that smells like the Avatar ride. Love that. Um, he sent me, what's this one? Pumpkin King. Very Nightmare Before Christmas themed. Um, Blathers Museum, like Animal Crossing. Oh my God, that smells so good. And then, uh, what's this one? Zelda's Journey. So yeah, oh wow. Oh, that's lovely. So yeah, video game themed, universal themed, nerdy, geeky shit. And he, he also gave me one of his um, fabulous Cthulhu-esque soap dishes. So I'm gonna be showing this stuff off over the live as well uh, for you guys. 
during that. But yeah, TikTok subscription TikTok subscriptions are a new thing for our lives. And um, I'm just hoping that, you know, every next thing that I try gets me a little step closer to to verification and to be taken seriously as a creator and uh, a legitimate business and, and a reader. And I think that's part of what the McDonald's partnership did for me a little bit. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a second. I have some shit to say about that. But we'll talk about that in a second. But Let's go ahead and get this started. You've waited long enough. Let's do a collective for you all and for myself. I've had quite the day, a lot of readings. Um, I've taken a lot of time off. Love that. Five cent tarot shuffle. Shuffles like butter. Um, I've taken a lot of time off. I took a week off after Megacon as I do because it is a large event. It's four days of, of me doing readings and we doubled our booth size this time. So it was a large event. There was another vendor there, that, a few vendors that came to see me, but one in particular was like, so how often do you do this? And I'm like, I do one of these and then I take a week off. And, you know, I had one earlier this month and, you know, needed to take some time off. And he was like, really, we do these like every weekend. We do this all the time. And I'm like, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> but you know, I, I, this is energy that I'm, that I'm giving out, you know, I need to make sure that I replenish and take care of myself and, and all of that and all of that. And not just, you know, not to knock anybody, um, a good, uh, a good other vendor that I've seen a lot that I've seen a lot lately was my neighbor at MegaCon. They're lovely from Kismet Creative uh, with a K and a Z, Kismet Creative, and they do a lot of uh, fabulous T-shirts and tumblers and things. And some of the shirts that I wear that you guys like, um, I got from them. But uh, I'm doing a lot of plug-in today, and I'm not even getting paid. <laughs> but. Um, other than the ad that started with this. But anyway, um, but yeah, I just like to endorse shit that I like. So if you guys have a deck or something that you create or that you know about that you'd like me to try out, feel free to send it to my P.O. Box, which is on my website, madamadam.com. And um, I'd love to give it a gander. But this one is Five Cent Tarot, as I said, and we're going to be doing a collective for this one. Uh, I've had quite the day, and I feel like I need a check-in for myself as well. Let's see. If it speaks to you, obviously that's stellar. If not, who cares? <laughs> All right, let's see. Ooh, death is inverted. So um, fear of change, stagnation, avoidance is how they have this here in the five cent tarot. I often say for death inverted that, um, and, you know, kind of mirroring the stagnancy here and, and the fear of change or the avoidance is that the change is on you. Uh, with death inverted there that, you know, things around you might not be changing. You happen to be changing. So we need to remember that you are the change going forward and, and uh, yeah, that you're responsible for how things change, Adam. You're, how, you're responsible for the change, Madam Adam. Good Lord. Very true, very true. Let's see, earth, air, uh-huh, uh-huh, fire, water. Interesting, wow. Okay, okay, okay. Well, the success is in the passionate journey for us collective. Um, six of Wands or Six of Matches, as it is in this deck, Acclaim, Success, Victory. Uh, in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, it's a cavalcade of people joining a parade, uh, a kind of victory parade going forward, and elements of success, and you joining a passionate collective that celebrate you and your prosperity and passion, so that's lovely. It's in a spot of fire here at the bottom of the, of the spread, so very symbolic of our spiritual journey and our spiritual growth. Uh, Nine of Swords energy inverted for us as at the top there in the Earth spot. So not a lot of anxiety. Um, it seems like we're getting past anxiety, insomnia, depression. The, the worst of our mental health is truly behind us. Um, 
And then let's see, the Four of Wands is inverted as well, though. So we need to be nesting well. They have this as leaving the home, uncertainty, um, having inhibitions and things like that. So that that resonates pretty pretty loud with me. Dustin and I are planning some transition state. Um, and, uh, and that's very scary and kind of a little up in the air for us. We've, we've made up our minds, but there's, there's some fear and some doubt and some things that we're hearing. And, you know, obviously when you're looking into relocating or anything like that, it's, it's very much a question of like, is this the right move? Is this the right idea? And, you know, we have nothing holding us back, but uh, uncertainty, you know, um, looking in, in, looking into all of the, uh, potential, negatives or you know just trying to look into the logistics of things a lot of things are coming up that we hadn't thought about and we're like oh shit should, should we be doing this like i don't even know um but an emotional place suggests in the emotion spot we do have judgment inverted which says that we're resisting the change um self-doubt is present indecision on an emotional level so this is purely an emotional thing collective if you're going through something similar uh, if you resonate with this at all but the success is in the is in the passion of this, the subconscious, the spiritual endeavor. Trust your guides, trust your gut, trust your judgment. Um, the, the the success and victory is 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 in the passion of it, the the passion that you have for it. And for me personally, everything that I've given energy and time and passion is has has seemingly always worked out in in one way or another to my benefit in a way that I can really get behind. So. Um, yeah, I resonate with this pretty hard myself. Um, letting go they have for the Nine of Swords or Needles as it is in this in this deck. Typically the Nine of Swords is about anxiety, depression, insomnias, a lot of um, hopelessness, a lot of anxiety, um, anguish, so to speak. Um, but they have it as letting go, having hope, coping with the discomfort as you go through it, learning as you go, I guess. Um, but yeah, four of wands energy is inverted. They need to kind of break away from the home, make sure that you're nesting properly now so that you have a good space to make sure that you're able to go through this transition properly. Um, even if you're leaving a home or you're transitioning out of a space, make sure that you still have a space that you feel comfortable in, um, whether that's you know a friend or a mental state or a song or something like that. Make sure you have something that you can rely on to keep you at peace and keep you um, keep you in harmony, basically. Um, it should be a celebration, and you're not logically celebrating it, perhaps because of the self-doubt and this emotional judgment inverted, kind of resisting the change in a major way. But the change is on you. You make the decisions, and it seems to be successful for you if you can wrap your passion itself behind it and logically let go and know that the worst of the mental capacity of it is really behind you, and it's just learning and growth going forward. And it's just, you know, the Hierophant isn't here, but it's very symbolic of Hierophant energy, the struggle for the sake of growth. And... You know, I, that's very much what I'm getting from this read. So yeah, hope that's resonation station for you all. Um, it is for me, for sure. As I said, nine of swords energy inverted in the earth spot. In the air, it's four of wands energy inverted. Um, six of wands in the passion spot and judgment inverted in the water of emotion. And the, the, the center fold here is death inverted, that all the change is up to you. And you're, we're perhaps being stagnant there and, and fearing the change and avoiding conversations or avoiding it altogether instead of making the moves to do some things. And God, that makes so much fucking sense for me. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, I hope that makes sense for you all as well. Um, but once again, this is Modern Magical Meddling. So let's, that was the medal for now. And let's catch up. Let me fill you guys in on what's been going on with me. It's been about a month since I've chatted with you all. So this episode is going to be primarily some catch up. And then we'll probably do another collective at the end of this. But um, yeah, let's see. The month of May. Um, the last episode, I think, was uh, mid-April. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's happened. Um, over here for us. 
Um, Dustin and I kind of decided that we're ready to leave the state of Florida, and I'll be sharing more about that as we get closer to it, and we can get past this goddamn indecisive nature we've got going on right now. Um, and, um, yeah. Uh, early May, um, I had the Universal Energy Expo, which took place in Covington, Kentucky. I've been sharing a lot about that ahead of it, and it was a really, really, really awesome time. Really great. Donna, the the fabulous creature that puts it on from Silver Wolf Gifts um, online. They're one of my uh, dedicated Instagram followers. I'm a big fan myself, Donna, if you're listening. Um, I've never been treated so well at a con. Um, I've also never been invited to be a celebrity guest at a con, so that was really exciting um, to be a guest speaker, basically. She just wanted me to speak and do a couple panels and um, hooked me up with the booth space for me to be able to read people and sell my wares and uh, my merch and stuff, so that was really awesome. And um, yeah, Donna, Donna snagged me uh, last year when I, was, when I was starting out to kind of get traction online, kind of like Jackie on Totems and Tarot. Jackie was the first person to ever interview me online ever. She saw that I was kind of up and coming in the tarot community and she, um, she snagged me up and she was like, I'd love to interview you. And we became fast friends and obviously still are really good friends. And um, uh, we just got done finishing uh, in April. We got, just got done finishing class five of our six-part class series um, on tarot. We did a tarot 101. Uh, we did the majors part one. We had to split the majors into two classes because there are a lot of cards in Big Magic. So majors part one, majors part two, and then we broke the minor arcanas into two classes where we did wands. Uh, well, we did swords and pentacles first, which is more Jackie's forte, and then we did wands and cups uh, second, which is more my forte, which we just wrapped up. And if you're interested in checking out any of these classes, they're available. The download is available for the classes um, on the website, on my website. There's a link to it on my website, but at totemsandtarot.com, you can download the uh, the recordings of the classes and, and, and check those out for yourself if you're interested. Uh, but yeah, the last one is coming up this month in June this coming June. Um, I'll be sharing more about it, but it's a tarot spread workshop. And all of these classes are for beginning and experienced readers. It is Jackie's perspective and my perspective. You have two teachers and it all, all the classes come with a downloadable workbook as well, which is really, really fucking beneficial. That girl goes above and beyond. She's Capricorn. She goes above and beyond uh, with uh, her representation of these workbooks. They're fucking stellar. So the, the next one is going to be a tarot workshop on um, spreads. And in my head, it's like if we were in a classroom together, me and Jackie walking around, watching you read each other, like putting you into pairs and reading each other and watching you read other each other and read other people and read for the collective and come up with um, readings for us as well. And we're going to kind of give you constructive criticism and see where you resonate and where you don't and, and what makes sense and what doesn't and help kind of steer you in a direction of resonation for, your, for you and your gift and your clients and yourself if you're, you know, not looking to read other people. But... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. We're going to be sharing, teaching you guys some spreads, some spreads that we use um, ourselves. But they're, all the classes are for beginner or experienced readers. And um, I'm really excited because we're going to kind of be putting people on the spot. And I spoke to a client earlier today uh, who said that they were already working with someone from class to, to work on reading each other before the class so that they were kind of prepared for it because they were a little nervous, which I think is kind of really cute. But uh, nothing to be worried about, nothing to be scared of. But I know when I was starting out reading tarot in my teens and I was sitting in um, the food court at the PX, um, I'm an army brat, if you didn't know that. Um, 
I was sitting at the food court and I was reading tarot for myself and there was this older guy sitting there and, um, you know, probably a soldier, <laughs> but this older guy was like looking at me and I was like, I'm learning how to do this. Do you mind if I, I do you want a reading? And he was like, yeah, sure. I'll try it out, whatever. And, um, since I said I was new and I was still learning and I wasn't really sure what I was doing, he was very open to being like, you know, that doesn't really make sense for this, but could be this. And he was very open to giving me, uh, feedback in that way and sharing with me his own truths and how it made sense to him and, and how he could apply it to his life. And it's helped show me a lot about tarot. So um, a lot of people ask me what books did I use or what do I use to, what did I use to learn tarot? You know, 78 Degrees of Wisdom, classic. Tarot, No Questions Asked is really great. Melissa Sinova or Kynova, her, her, all of her books, Kitchen Table Tarot, Kitchen Table Magic are all fabulous. Uh, um, but on top of all of, you know, the research that you should do, um, and looking into multiple versions of research, um, you know, we're all continuously learning. But my life has taught me more about tarot than, than anything else. But, you know, applying the, the cards to my day-to-day, -day, basically. And I still, to this day, take my daily spread and I, I pull one card for myself and I make it my phone background so that I can focus on it. I'm sure we've talked about that a lot. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, the Universal Energy Expo was in Covington, Kentucky. It was really great. Uh, me and Dustin rented a cargo van, and we brought all of our shit, and we drove all the way to Kentucky from Orlando. And Covington is northern Kentucky. It's right on the Ohio border, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Cleveland was, like, right there, um, I think. Um, but, yeah, it was very northern Kentucky, and Dustin's never really been out of the state uh, other than, you know, when he worked on cruise ships and stuff like that, and he's been to Alaska and things, but you're kind of confined to the boat and having to be um, the ship, boat, whatever. Um, he'd be like, ship, Adam, I don't care. Um, but, you know, you're kind of confined to a timetable and, and very trapped in doing what you're doing. My husband worked in entertainment on uh, Royal Caribbean for a while, but uh, it's way before he met me. But, um, yeah, it was really cool to drive up there and, you know, we figured out that we're really good on road trips together, which is going to be great for us whenever we travel. And, um, yeah, it was the first, I, I'd been to other conventions, you know, I'd been to Megacon Orlando before, that was my first one, Spooky Empire, which is another Orlando local horror convention where I met Daniel Harris and she's fabulous and has her own podcast with Scout Taylor Compton. She's glorious as well, but I got to meet her for a little bit and get her autograph and talk to her and... Um, she even offered for me to come on and read tarot for them, which, bitch, if you're still interested and you ever listen to this, hi, hello, I'd love to. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Spooky Empire was great and, and everything, too. These were all cons from last year. And uh, Donna, like I said, from Silver Wolf Gifts, she snatched, she, excuse me, she snatched me up uh, early last year when she kind of knew that I would be something, I guess, and wanted me to come as a guest speaker and gave me a space. But, you know, at all of the other conventions I'd ever been to, I was typically the only reader or the only one of very, very, very few readers or at least ones that were serious. Um, there are elements at conventions and things where there are people that are reading for fun, you know, that are doing it for free or, or doing it as like, you know, this is your side quest in D&D &D, and they do it for fun, which is awesome. But, you know, as you all well know, this is my full-time job. Um, I have that privilege, which, you know, I'm very grateful for. But um, at the expo, I was one of tons of readers. And the Universal Energy Expo is still, I think it's in, they're in their fourth year now. Lovely convention, great space. They were celebrating the Divine Feminine. It was awesome. Had a really good time. But 
I, I would say the only constructive bit about it or negative bit about it was that I did feel kind of judgy when I first got there. I did feel a little judged by some of the other people that were, there was a lot of negative energy, y'all. There was a lot of negative energy from some of the vendors that were setting up and they were like putting sigils on the doors and things and like protecting themselves. And I'm like, y'all are going to keep people out instead of like, inviting people protect yourself in your space you don't protect the building you know what i'm saying like that doesn't make sense to me personally but i i had a wonderful time and uh i I'm very very welcome they put me up in a hotel and everything with dustin and and we had breakfast and stuff every day and they took us out to dinner it was it was really really lovely but um but yeah i i really liked being there but i did get some some evil glares from some people that were kind of bothered uh, some people came up to me and they were like, so what do you do? And I'm like, I'm, do you see your program? I'm, I'm, that's me on the program, on the front. I'm, I'm Madam Adam. And they're like, oh, so you're like a social media guy. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a tarot reader. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like they didn't really, some people didn't still really seem to know who I was, but you know, I'm, I'm always open to, uh, you know, exposing myself to people in a in a in that spiritual capacity because then they get to know me and my panel went really really well and a lot of people that had never heard of me before they were like damn you brought a lot of traction in here thank you so much for bringing in business and there were a lot of people that were really upset and saying that they didn't make their booth fees and stuff like that so um, you know the vendors were mostly the people that I noticed that were having some issues with some stuff and that was from the get go they were having issues from the get go just very bitchy very complainy and I went up to Donna and I was like people. Are complaining like this already like it hasn't even started and they're already bitching at you and she's like oh you don't even know so it's it's you know it was it was a wonderful event i had a really good time and i'm glad the people that went there uh got a lot out of it and um i did i did too for sure and i think silver wolf gifts is a fabulous store i can't wait to go visit it in person someday dawn is lovely the people that put on this con were incredible i met some really really great vendors some really great people but you know everywhere you go there's some bad apples and some, some complainers but i would say that the the major common denominator i noticed about people is that for a lot of them, this was not their main gig. You know, it wasn't their, it was like their side gig that they were trying to do for fun or or just a little something on the side. And I think that was something that really set me apart was that like, if you've ever seen me at a convention space on my Instagram or or in person, you know, I like to make a fucking vibe. And I like to, I set up a tent and there's lights and colors and, you know, I like to make a safe space in the noise of, of conventions. Um, so yeah, the Universal Energy Expo, a great trip, a great time. I had so much fun. I met so many amazing people out there. Um, I feel bad though that some vendors were kind of bothered and I, people were saying that I took business from them and stuff like that, but I don't know, bitch, advertise yourself better or something. I don't know. Some people just had like a table and a tablecloth and cards and I, I set up a vibe. So I don't know, no comparison, nothing to, you know, be negative about just different versions of doing this, I suppose. And trust me, everybody had people at their tables getting readings. I was definitely not the only person that had uh, people getting readings from them. But um, and I met some other some other readers that came to me that did just different kinds of tarot, like Celtic readings and rune readings, and they just wanted to come to me and see what I was about. And we just got to chat and kiki and vibe and you know talk about spirituality together and my perspective on it which they all seem to really resonate with and, and I really enjoyed that because another thing about the expo is I was one of the youngest people exhibiting there there was a crystal shop that was there with some pretty young people as well but I was I'm 34 but like I was one of the youngest people there that was exhibiting and um 
you know, I like, like I said, modern magical meddling, like to give a different spin on all of this stuff than what you might be used to. So I, I was very um, honored and kind of moved that these, all these uh, vendors who some of them were considerably older than me um, uh, resonated with me and really enjoyed my message and what I was trying to do with tarot and spirituality in a modern way and give it a new twist. So I'm uh, very honored to be there and had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. So if you were at the expo, thank you for coming to see me. It was really, really great. Um, and I got nothing but love and, and positive vibes from it. And then, um, so yeah, we drove up the day before the, the expo, I was invited to a fashion show at the Orlando Museum of Art, which I honestly kind of forgot about <laughs> until someone was like, aren't you supposed to be here? And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot I was invited to that and um, ran home and got dressed and, and ran to the Museum of Art in Orlando. And, and then later that night at like 2 a.m., Dustin and I drove out to Kentucky to be there at four o'clock the next day. <laughs> that day, actually, 2 a.m. and then four o'clock that same day. Um, to to set up for the con and then we crashed and then it went until Sunday and then Sunday night or Sunday evening we packed up the the cargo van and drove all the way home and got home at like eight o'clock in the morning something like that we are insane we're fucking crazy for doing that um, I don't know why we planned the truck to be back so soon we just didn't know you know learn as you go learn as you go is <laughs> the first our first out of state convention so bear with me but um, so yeah and then in between. Um, the expo and the Megacon, which is here in Orlando, I had been offered a partnership with McDonald's, which I do want to share with you guys a little bit about that. Um, it was fabulous on my end. Um, McDonald's reached out to me that they wanted to do a partnership for Mercury and Retrograde, um, which was just starting out the, that week, early May, I think the second week of May. And um, the 9th and 10th, if I'm not mistaken, is when Mercury and Retrograde began the 9th. And um, they asked me if I would do a couple videos or just a video, you know, advertising that I would be doing a live. I would be doing a live for Mercury and Retrograde and be, you know, doing my typical live, giving out free reads during my live. So all I had to do is what I do. And then they asked me to plug uh, a deal they were offering, which was a McDouble McChicken free thing with a medium fry, whatever the fuck it was. And um yeah, so that happened, and I made the content, and I posted it, and um, they were really pleased, and I met with some people to do some interviews for them so they could publish the, the, the ad campaign and everything, and I did my live, and, you know, it was a little different than a typical Madam Adam live. It was on a Tuesday, which was a little weird, and I also had to be very clean and not vulgar and all of that, but it was a wonderful partnership. I really enjoyed it, but the main thing I want to talk about is the amount of fucking hate I got for that on both ends. You know, you expect the hate to come from the Christian community, absolutely. And it's still happening where there's still um, fucking psycho Christian fucking pastors and shit talking about McDonald's giving out tarot cards and Happy Meals. Like, that was not it. Um, people also still, you know, tagging me in videos, still talking about it. And it was early May and it's May, late May now. This was fucking like two, three weeks ago now, like get over it. Um, but yeah, all it was, was me doing a live that I partnered with McDonald's and on the 
ad, all you had to do was comment your name and zodiac sign, and like I do for 10 Minutes of Madness, and I would go through them and pick a few people to do readings for during the live, and then I did 10 Minutes of Madness. I did two 10 Minutes of Madness, I think. Um, but I went through the comments and picked a bunch of people, and the way that people and the media twisted all of this was that um, McDonald's is offering tarot readings with a purchase of a medium fry. So if you go to McDonald's, then you would get a, a medium, and you got a medium fry, they'd be like, here's your tarot reading. And people are like, that's fucking bullshit. That's, oh, you're getting a, a, a $1 thing. You're getting a $1, a, a dollar menu. Then you're getting a dollar menu reading. This is bullshit. And it kind of like made people think that I was some bullshit fortune teller reader um, instead of the fact that I was like, bringing awareness to tarot and legitimizing it in many ways and um, a partnership with a big company like that's a big deal and you know I said yes because I assumed it would help me get out there more and it did and not a super positive way for some people but I think that I'm more shocked at the hate I got from the spiritual community that there was a lot of um, a lot of people that are trying to be up-and-coming readers like myself that have a different Oh, how do I say it? A different brand of tarot or a different understanding of what tarot is. You know, they're very much these people that kind of shuffle messy and everything falls out. And they're like, let's see who's thinking about you or let's see what you're let's see if your boyfriend wants you back. And then they like do a reading for you. And to me, I think that's clickbait and that's bullshit. And that's not real tarot, in my opinion. Um, but maybe that's someone's bag. That's someone's game. Great. Good for you. Love that. But um, a lot of these people came for me and said that I was giving tarot a bad name and I was delegitimizing tarot and making it, you know, all of these big consumer companies that are trying to profit on spirituality and astrology. Listen, somebody's got to give me my bag. Somebody's got to help me pay my bills. Like, the fuck? And honestly, I did nothing different than what I always do aside from making a video that was sponsored by McDonald's. That's all I did. I didn't do anything weird, nothing different. I still did my readings, genuine, authentic tarot readings. And what did McDonald's have to do with Mercury in retrograde? I like McDonald's. I, I eat there. <laughs> there are plenty of times where I forget to eat when Dustin's not around, when my handler isn't with me and my husband doesn't remind me, hey, you need to fucking eat today, babe. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I've been so busy reading people that I forget to eat. And um yeah, I, I eat there a lot, honestly, when I need to. And honestly, that's someone's lifesaver, McDonald's. Somebody, maybe that's all they can afford at the time. And, you know, so let's not food shame people for needing to eat there of all places. But, like, there was no malintent or anything negative meant by that. They wanted to partner with me for retrograde because they, under they understood that retrograde can be a discomfortable time for people. And create a lot of chaos and why not sweeten it with comfort food and I'm like yeah they're probably monopolizing on some spiritual shit but like I'm a legit reader and maybe people will see it's me and be like oh damn this is a real cool thing you know and I got a lot of positive stuff a lot of great feedback from people being like damn good for you Adam that's awesome but I got in a vast amount of fucking hate from the spiritual community from the tarot community from the witch community of people being like how dare you partner with them and I got these bizarre emails from people which I shouldn't be reading anyway because why do I give a fuck but I'm a person. Shock, I know. But um, I would get these bizarre fucking messages of hate mail of people being like, as a small business owner, why couldn't you support a small business? And I wanted to reach out to them and be like, pay me then. Are you going to pay me to run an ad for your business? No, McDonald's paid me. So I'm down 
to, I know my value, I know my worth, and if you're going to hit my price tag, then sure, like, I'll do it, but I still did it on my terms. Don't get it fucking twisted. I did everything my way. I did everything authentically. They were very clear that they wanted it to be authentic readings, and I did authentic readings, and all I did was maybe plug their ad every now and then, but I did my share. I did my part, and it was authentic to me, and it was in my best interest to partner with a company that's that big to get my name out there and to, you know, show people that tarot was a legit thing and it's real and it's something that I believe in and I just got so much hate from people that obviously didn't show up to the live of course because it's just clickbait for them and this is this new crazy thing going on read this article can you believe it Chick-fil-a would never no Chick-fil-a would fucking never and to be quite honest with you if you go to Chick-fil-a fuck you because my husband and I were denied service at a Chick-fil-a once for holding hands in line so yeah they told us they ran out of chicken so your Christian shit can fuck off honestly and close on a Sunday get the fuck out of here. McDonald's caters to everybody and all communities. Yeah, they have their bad publicity too, but so does fucking everybody. So anyway, that's all I really wanted to say about that was that I was kind of really bothered at the amount of hate I got from the spiritual community kind of coming for me for not supporting small businesses or whatever when I support so many people and raise money for charities all the fucking time. And, um, you know, uh, creators with their decks and, and all of that. Like, I'm just, you don't fucking know me. You know what I'm saying? They really don't. And if they took 10 minutes to get to know me, they would know that I'm, I'm not a terrible person for, you know, partnering with an organization, but do with that what you will. Um, but yeah, so that happened in between Megacon and the Universal Energy Expo. And yeah, I just did my part. And the moment that that ad came out, people were honestly telling me they were disgusted. And they were like, I'm not going to follow you anymore because of this. And I'm like, over a fucking sponsored ad? Like, y'all have no problem with me going to Disney all the goddamn time and Universal Studios all the fucking time. And Disney's known for, you know, trying to remove queer content from their, from their animators and stuff like that and blocking queer agenda shit. But I, that's fine. I'm allowed to, you like Disney, so that's okay. But McDonald's is trash food. And these fucking people were saying that it was low vibrational food that gives you cancer. How often do you drink? Hmm? How often do you drink? That's going to murder you one day. Cigarettes, you smoke, that's going to kill you too. But McDonald's, that's the thing. No, you're just fucking mad because they didn't ask you or whatever the fuck. But still, like, to anybody that was like, I wish you would have supported a small business. Well, the small business didn't reach out to me. And McDonald's did. And all of my info is right there for you. But you probably wanted a free ad from someone who has a following. And McDonald's knew to pay me properly for my worth. So I just, I don't understand the hate. And, like, can we not you know, I'm treating myself how I want to be treated and I don't deserve to be fucking treated like that by anybody. But, you know, it just kind of got under my skin that people I thought that were open-minded and supportive, like really got bothered by me doing a fucking ad. But like, how often am I live at Disney and shit? And you don't care about that. Like pick, you can't pick and fucking choose. You know what I'm saying? Like, just don't be a fucking bigot. You know what I mean? Like, I like what I like and I support things that I personally enjoy. My brother asked me, he was like, what if Chick-fil-A offered you that same kind of money? I'd say I would tell Chick-fil-A to go fuck themselves because I don't support them. But I eat at McDonald's. I worked at Toys R Us because I shopped there. I worked at this VR company called The Void because I enjoyed it. And I went to, and I love Star Wars. So, you know, I endorse things that I like. That's it, you know. Um, but anyway, 
um, off of that. The uh, MegaCon was after that. And um, yeah, MegaCon is a big four-day, huge comic convention, which uh, we doubled our space size this year, which is a testament to the business and how well it's been it's been going in, in, in just a year's time. And well, since last year, I mean, I've been open for almost a couple years now, I think. And um, yeah, I saw a memory on my Facebook that we raised money for the Jet Foundation and something like $3,000 today last year. So we've been raising money for charities for over a year now. Um, and I very much thank you if you join the lives and you donate money to our causes. Thank you so much for your love and support and your constant philanthropy. Um, but yeah, uh, Megacon, phew, Jesus Christ, what a big event, man. There's a lot of, a lot of pain at cons. There's a lot of pain. Um, people are hiding, you know, behind their cosplay. They're hiding behind their awkwardness. They're using these experiences, these conventions to get out of their comfort zone and share their authentic selves with people. And I'm very fortunate that people feel that I'm a safe space. And as I said before, I like to put up my tent and make an oasis out of it and, and you know, really make us uh, out of the hustle and bustle of the con, I really like to make a safe place that you can sit down and kind of deconstruct and, and for lack of better phrasing, kind of energy dump on me because that is what happens. Um, but, you know, every other person was a crier. <laughs> so if you came to see me at MegaCon, thank you so much. It was really, really great. I think one of my favorite conventions I do every year is MegaCon. That one and uh, something called Holiday Matsuri here in Orlando, uh, which I hope to be invited to uh, this year as well. It's a Christmas anime con, which is really, really awesome. But yeah, MegaCon, oh Lord, what a big event. You know, huge, 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 huge event. I understand that people were really bothered that like, parking and things like that and uh someone commented to me that they you know they they were going to megacon specifically to see me and um they had to wait like a three-hour parking line and stuff like that and they just said fuck it and turned around and i'm so sorry obviously there's nothing i can do about that but you know i'm so sorry that megacon you know didn't seem to have their parking together they seem to really overbook their ticket sales I mean, to be real, I didn't even hear about the location of my booth until the week ahead of the con, and I had to email them. So they did not seem to have it together. We were getting apology emails left and right that they're a little behind, and like, update, we just finished one in Canada, so we'll be getting to you soon. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, where's my booth? What happened? Like, what's going on? And they were like, you're in the show, don't worry. And I'm like, okay, but it's a week out. Where the fuck is my booth, bro? And like, it was in a good spot, and the number of my booth was my birthday, which is really beneficial and super fun for me. Um, but, yeah, you know, it was a big event. It was huge. It was a lot. And um, I don't know if you guys can hear the background rumbling. That's all fireworks going off from Disney. That's how close we are. Um, but anyway, I don't know if that's picking up in the microphone. But, um, but yeah, Megacon, huge event here in the Orlando County Convention Center. And... Um, a big four-day thing. I met a lot of new people. Um, my panel went really, really well, which I'll be posting eventually. Um, and uh, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, big shout out to my team, um, our friends Carlos and Liv. Thank you guys so much for, for working with us and um, for letting me pay you <laughs> and letting me uh, buy you food and stuff and everything. Let me, you know, let me show you guys my appreciation because I know as my friends, they're like, no, 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 you're good. Like, we love you. And I'm like, yeah, but no, like... I like to take care of people that help me out. So, um, but yeah, it was 
really, really awesome. I did a, a reading for a puppet <laughs> on, on an Instagram that I can't remember right now, but I hope to see that footage come out soon. It was really cool, really fun to do. Um, yeah, Megacon, when I do these panels and things like that, you know, Dustin always asks, like, you know what you're going to say? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'll figure it out when I get up there. I'm very much a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of guy when it comes to uh, panels and stuff like that. So... Yeah, a really, really great time. We did some one-card readings with the collective. Uh, you know, some people volunteered, and Dustin passed a mic around. And, um, again, that footage will probably be coming out. I'll probably post that really soon. Uh, but, yeah, Megacon, huge, four-day events. A lot of celebrities were there. So it was very, very busy. Great cosplayers, great fun, great energy. My family actually came to see me. It was uh, my brother and sister-in-law's first con. I think the babysitter fell through or something. So... Uh, they had to bring both kids, which is fine, but uh, my, it was so, so fucking endearing to see my nephew on the con floor, to see my little nephew, my five-year-old nephew on the con floor walking around wearing a Madam Adam t-shirt just, just lit me up and, and holding his hand, walking him through the con while he points at various people dressed up like superheroes. And he was like, it's like Halloween. And I was like, it is like Halloween, isn't it? And he would always say like, well, that's not the real Superman. He's just in a costume, right? And I'm like, yes, like we have to be, we're, we're at that age where it's very conscious of what's real and what's not real and I feel like that's you know partially for his safety and and understanding but also so he's not like wait a minute what now you know um I also don't want to lie to the kid but but yeah Megacon was amazing and I met a lot of wonderful people there um and uh yeah if, again if you were at Megacon or the expo then thank you guys so 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 much for um for coming out to see me and and all of that, it really means a lot to me, especially when, you know, I start the readings in person with a couple questions, you know, and, um, you know, what's your spiritual practice like? Do you know who I am? Are you familiar with me? I'm Adam Adam. I'm on TikTok. Are you familiar? And they're like, honestly, no, sorry. And I'm like, no, that's great. I'm glad you're not because then I get to make a fan. I get to make a connection with a stranger who isn't familiar with me. And of course, there were there were some of you lovely fans out there that came to see me that were very verklempt to meet me. And I'm always a little flabbergasted by that, that some people are like fangirling over me and and I'm still getting used to that energy. And, and uh, Dustin's like, babe, you're, you're TikTok famous. Come on, like, get used to it. And I'm like, I will never get used to how people react to seeing me that are familiar with me. Um, we went out to get lunch the other day at First Watch. And I went up to the front. And I was like, how long is it for two? And she was like, you're, a, are, are you? I'm a big fan. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, does that give me a table sooner? Like, you know. Um, but no, but it's, it's, I'm still getting used to all of that kind of uh, fame energy, I guess. I'm still getting used to it, but it's, and not that I'm like any kind of, I'm like D-list famous, I guess, but you know, it is still something I'm getting used to, the accolades that come to me and people that like fawn and are like, oh my God, I love you. You've changed my life. And I'm like, okay, stop talking, change the subject. You know, <laughs> words of affirmation are hard for me. That's why I post them online in my self-care moments. Um, but yeah, Megacon was a dream. It was really lovely. And and I took a week off after, and today's my first day back. And I figured why not get back on the podcast too? So yeah, so that's the catch-up, my friends. That's what you've really missed. The Expo, Megacon, uh, the McDonald's fiasco. And if you have a small business or uh, a small restaurant or whatever, power to you. You know what I'm saying? Big power to you. I'm a small business myself, and I just got a sponsorship from uh, – I just got a – I made a, a partnership with this company, and, and it was, you know, all with positive intent, no, no mal, nothing, and they wanted me to be myself and, and do it right. So it wasn't like, you know – I didn't feel that they were profiting on spirituality like some other people are, but like, 
you know, they sell fucking crystals and shit at Urban Outfitters. Get out. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Disney's trying to sell crystals at their gift shops. And Dustin's like, those aren't even real. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's Disney. What do you want? But, like, you know, buy from local businesses. Buy from local vendors. Get your decks from small shops, apothecaries, stuff like that, obviously. But, you know, if someone wants to, if someone wants to work with you in, this, as, in a partnership with you, then and it aligns with your moral stuff and it's not someone that's completely devoid of morality then fuck it up go for it get your bag girl like do you that's all i was trying to do just trying to get my name out there am i verified yet no but like i'm working on it you know and i feel like that was just another step i mean i've done interviews with sci-fi wire and um you know usa today and and i've been in a uh was it a glamour article it's you know hit type in madam adam official madam adam on google and hit news and see what comes up there's quite a few articles but um, yeah, you want to help me get verified, jump on my other social medias, follow me on Twitter. It's at the Madam Adam on Twitter. That one seems to be the easiest one to help people get verified on. And then it kind of takes off from there. But I'm hoping with these TikTok subscriptions that that'll help out as well. Um, but yeah, thanks for letting me chat with you guys for the catch up. That's really what this episode has been about. It's just me catching up with you guys and letting you know where the fuck I've been for the past month or so. I'm 61 days sober, so we're still kicking along with that. I've got some new tattoos. I got my knuckles done with the alchemal, words are hard, the alchemal symbols for the elements. I also got a neck tattoo that a lot of you've been asking me about. It's from an anime called Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song. V-I-V-Y, Fluorite Eyes Song. Uh, one of my new favorite animes. It's a one season. It was nominated for a bunch of Crunchyroll Awards. Um, basically, it's about the human and AI war. And Vivi, or Diva, is a songstress AI who gets recruited to fight in the war from a robot from the future. And the tattoo I have on my neck is the AI indicator from the anime. All of the robots, all of the AI have the same dots, the same marking that I do on their necks. And that's how you know who's a robot and who isn't. And during my sober journey, I very much felt that my body's a machine that I need to take care of, and that anime really spoke to me in a lot of reasons. Vivi's whole purpose is to figure out what it means to sing with her heart. And I love sci-fi, AI stuff. Blade Runner's my favorite movie. Um, Star Wars is my favorite movie series. I love, you know, Ghost in the Shell, fucking uh, Alita Battle Angel, um, you know, cyberpunk, all kinds of cool sci-fi things so yeah that's what that is the ai indicator from vivi fluoride eyes song someone at disney asked me if it was the arc reactor and i was like sure <laughs> why not we'll call it an iron man fucking thing too it's also conveniently the alchemical symbol for water and i'm a pisces so it's a lot could be a lot of things but it's definitely the vivi marking um if you've ever seen violet evergarden uh when you look at anime that is like vivi violet is the first thing that comes up so it's very similar even though violet is a person with metal parts. Vivi is an android. She is the first autonomous AI in this theme park that sings songs, and she becomes more and more and more human-like as she learns what it means to sing with her heart as she goes forward and prevent this war from really happening. Um, but yeah, great anime. Highly recommend. Um, again, thank you guys so much for letting me catch up with you. I got tattoos, went to some events, got a partnership, lots of stuff happening over here at Chateau Madame Adam. Dustin's doing great. We're doing some transition stuff, thinking about moving. Um, ramen's awesome, doing great himself, his little puppy self. Oh, this crystal's in front of me. I got a beautiful moonstone um, at one of the conventions that is in the shape of Psyduck. <laughs> I have an amethyst that's in the shape of Gengar, if you're Pokemon fans, but I am a Psyduck. If I had to pick a single Pokemon that I am like or identify with the most, it would be Psyduck. A little headache-induced, 
um, psychic ball of chaos. Um, and I very much identify with him. So he's a little moonstone guy that I got at the con. And I really like him. I'm glad I have him. So yeah, another little tidbit about me. Gengar is my favorite ghost. Psyduck is my favorite Pokemon. And I would be him. Honestly, if I had to be a Pokemon, I'd probably be a Psyduck. Um, you know, a psychic duck water creature. The fuck? Um, but anyway, let's pop this off and continue with uh, a last collective for you all. See what we need to hear going into this new moon energy that's happening right now. And I'll let you guys go. All right, collective, let's just do a three card. Let's wrap this shit up, shall we? Eins, zwei, drei. Excellent. All right. Page of coins energy or page of buttons in this deck. A new endeavor seems to show for us. Foundations, new foundations. Uh, manifestation is on the table here in this new moon. The lovers is inverted, so we're past the point of precipice and needing to know that the clearest path for us is the sun here, is joy, happiness, optimism, authenticity, manifesting your truest self here. Um, you might feel some discord with the lovers inverted for yourself, um, separation, uh, unable to make some choices for you. But basically, to me, the lovers being precipice, forward with love or back with fear, the inversion suggests that there's no other option for you, that your options are fucking clear and you need to quit making excuses and making... Uh, it's time to get out of that devil comfort zone. The devil is the lover's kind of uh, perversion card. Um, so Page of Pentacles, yeah, new endeavors. It's time to manifest new shit. It's time to get new shit going forward for us. And, and it seems like that needs to be joy. And that's got to be the clearest option for you. Um, you don't need to make time for self-care, my friends. You don't need to make new time. You just need to do shit that you already do with intention. Wash the bullshit out of your hair when you shower. Cleanse yourself with love, with your soap, and say that shit out loud to yourself. Um, but yeah, it's time to manifest optimism, authenticity. Be your true and authentic self. That's really all the universe wants for you, is to be your authentic and true self and let that fuel your success for you. Um, so yeah, I hope that quick three card resonates with you well, with you all, as well as the five card we did earlier. And thanks for listening to me ramble once again. Um, next week we'll be back with questions from the collective. So please email modernmagicalmeddling at gmail.com to get a personal five card reading done over this podcast. Um, subscriptions are going to be live on my Monday night gatherings starting this week. Um, and I'll be doing potentially live subscriber videos where I'll be recording this podcast in front of TikTok and I will be um, taking questions live. So subscribe to my channel on TikTok, Official Madam Adam. Follow me on all of my social medias at the Madam Adam on Twitter and Official Madam Adam everywhere else. And um, help a bitch get verified. But thank you guys so much. I greatly missed you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Not much tarot, not much meddling, more about me and where I've been. So thank you again for letting me play catch up with you guys. I hope you treat yourself with kindness. Don't forget to unclench your jaw. Take lots of deep breaths. And as always, fuck it up.